Hello, my friends. Um, it's been a couple weeks since I've written, and I was so pleased to find that this piece just really rolled right out of me. It feels very relieving to have written it. <laughs> it's like taking a poop. Is <laughs> what it feels like. It's very satisfying. Um, so I hope that metaphor doesn't deter you from <laughs> listening to um, this piece today. This is called, There Are a Hundred Ways to Kiss the Ground. And this is a quote from Rumi I started with. Today, like every other day, we wake up empty and frightened. Don't open the door to the study and begin reading. Take down the dulcimer. Let the beauty of what we love be what we do. There are hundreds of ways to kiss the ground. Rumi. My insomnia came back to visit last week. After four months of throwing every integrative, natural, holistic, alternative remedy I could find at it with some minor overall improvements and some sporadic deep sleeps, it came back full force, leaving me lying awake while my two small babies slept soundly, wondering if I am broken forever. I lay there with, while my mind morphs into a torture chamber of what ifs and deep rabbit holes of all my failures and ways I'm doing and have done it wrong. I start to find myself pleading with this thing that keeps me awake, pleading for it to take it easy on me, just for tonight. Maybe if, I could, if it could just let me get three or four hours of uninterrupted sleep, then maybe I would feel okay. It's this cave in the center of my chest, like a weight crushing my heart, a deep ache. All the unfelt and unprocessed heartbreaks of my life rushing to the surface of my body and mind each time I lie down in my bed. I start to drift off into the relief of the dark space between days, but the faintest creaking of the floorboards or my husband moving next to me jolts my body awake with the electricity of vigilance and I am back, mind spinning. Because I have cultivated for over a decade now a deep ability to watch my mind and observe my thoughts, even in the darkest moments, there is always a part of me that is watching without getting caught in the momentum of the story. Even my insomnia has become something for me to practice with. I am grateful for it as it has invited me into a new level of awareness around my thoughts and my mind, as well as given me a deep empathy I didn't have before for people who struggle with insomnia, anxiety, depression, and incessant mental chatter, which, let's be totally honest, is all humans. And so I lean in. I lean into the crushing cave in my heart, a lot of nights I just lie there awake crying until I finally fall into a fitful sleep around 4 a.m. Sometimes it's a silent, it's silent, big, rolling, hot tears running down the face cry. Sometimes it's a breathless sob. Sometimes it's a cry that starts and stops. But there's no story, most of the time, just old heartbreaks being felt. I eat my midnight snack I have religiously set on my bedside table night after night in hopes my insomnia is blood sugar related. I take my Chinese herbs for my acupuncturist. I have CBD. I have my magnesium powder. I have my mushroom tinctures and valerian root. I have my cortisol manager supplement. I prioritize napping during the day to practice winding down. I avoid anything that sends my nervous system into fight or flight. I don't use blue, I don't use blue light an hour before bed and wear my blue blockers if I do. I take a hot salt bath. 
I go to my appointments with incredible healers and practitioners that genuinely care about me and my well-being. I eat well and often throughout the day. I spend time in the sunshine outside first thing in the morning and throughout the day. I do slow strength training and gentle walking. And all of these things are good for me, no doubt about it. But I'm realizing my insomnia is not something to be solved or fixed. It is not something to battle against and declare war on. When we fight against something, we give it more energy. If you push against something, it will push back. It's an energetic law that seems conceptually easy to understand, but practically almost impossible in our world where fighting for what we believe in is praised, taught, and modeled. So the only thing that actually helps me get to sleep is opening to the pain I feel in the middle of the night. It's crying. I read somewhere that crying is actually a really good way to release cortisol. So man, oh man, am I releasing some cortisol. It's the going into the crushing cave in my heart and saying, I see you. I'm here with you. I've got you. You do whatever you need to do. I won't leave you. And I can feel how the insomnia came to teach me how to do this, as well as to bring my attention to these unhealed heartbreaks I have been walking around with. I almost bypassed them again with all the solutions and fixing I have been focused on, but the truth is the weight in my chest is ready to be released, and this is simply what it takes to release it. Real healing is painful because you are feeling all the places you have skirted around the truth. The truth of all the times I've abandoned myself in hopes of attention or love or connection, all the times I was hurt but didn't show it or allow it, all the times I needed to someone to say, I've got you, I'm right here, but I was alone. All the times my heart has been broken by teasing or miscommunication or misunderstanding. This is what is asking to be healed and felt and processed. Rumi says, today, like every other day, we wake up empty and frightened. This morning, I wake up empty and frightened. I get out of bed to Maya crying. I move slowly. The light of the morning always, thank God, making the night's darkness seem a little less intense. Rumi says, don't open the door to the study and start reading. Take down the dulcimer. I am learning that the last thing I need to do after a night spent frightened and being emptied out is to start doing and working. This is Rumi's prescription for dropping all the complicated burdens we haul around and the despair we often feel. Being as close as I can to the dirt is the way I take down the dulcimer. My way of plucking out a tune on a simple stringed instrument is to get my bare feet on the grass or sit beneath a tree and scratch the matted leaves with a stick, uncovering the miraculous process of dying life turning into living earth. Preferably, I get naked outside and pee onto the earth, watching my body's water flow down in rivulets and sinking into the soil. I go slow, much slower and duller than my mind would prefer or is convinced that is prudent with all the stuff I should be doing, with all the responsibilities I have. I lie still on the ground, feeling perfectly planted there, and look up at the sky and remember how blessed and perfect this path of life is. I am both animal and divine, after all. Animals need sleep and dirt under their feet. Divinity sees divine perfection and holiness in it all. Rumi says, let the beauty of what you love be what you do. There are a hundred ways to kiss the ground. I stay in my center. I love my children. I love myself and my inner child that is so scared of living sometimes she must keep me awake with her vigilance and fear. I hold myself and hold those I love. I lean towards the pain instead of away from it and say thank you to it all, kissing the ground with each step. Thank you so much for listening. Hopefully that was 
did something for you. <laughs> I always love to hear from you guys um, if things land, if something specifically, you know, about this touched you in some way. It's really beautiful to hear from you. So I do want to encourage you to write back, to message me, um, and just let me know because it makes me feel connected and that's a beautiful thing. <laughs> um, there's nothing more satisfying in a way to hear that you're, you know, vulnerable and open shares like this touch something in other people. And I think it's very healing for both of us. So anyway, this is my encouragement for you to reach out if that's true for you. Um, I do want to mention that there are three ways to work with me right now. Home body sessions. These are just one hour with me guiding you into your body as your home. They're really beautiful, really powerful, um, and gentle. So if you're feeling like you like some holding, um, kind of, and bringing yourself back into your body, back into that wise, soft animal that is your body. Um, these are beautiful. These are $222. You can message me to book one. Fed is my six-month container that's I'm still enrolling for where we will uh, be exploring deep feminine nourishment. Um, you can message me to book a free connection call about this. And then I have one one-to-one one -one alchemical journey. These are one year, 12 months with me connecting to your most resourced self during times of navigating big transitions tends to be kind of a theme that people seem to be called to my work for, but it doesn't have to be, but, you know, big transitions, um, motherhood, um, adding another kiddo, marriage, divorce, you know, these big pieces of times in our lives where we need a little bit of support. And it's a long-term journey with me because these things take a long time to process. So again, you can message me to book a free connection call about these. Thank you so much. And, um, I'll talk to you soon.